Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. It's Kyle O'Reilly. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk, home of Lou Gowen. Support Wrestle Talk, whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Lou Gowen is, quote the Raven. Nevermore. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it. Bro. But you really should support Wrestle Talk and you should follow them and subscribe right now. Ollie told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Make sure you watch and listen to Wrestle Talk. Or better yet, take just a moment, stop what you're doing, and bask in their glory. Do us all a favor and subscribe. Congratulations, you got here. Now subscribe and support. Thanks. It is time for some Hell in a Cell 2019 highlights and lowlights, of which there are maybe slightly more of one than the other. I'm Alfred Lorblake. This is Chopper Pete Quinnell. And if you were watching along, Hell in a Cell was. It was a show. Show. And mm-hmm. there was another word I'd like to put before the word show yeah. to describe it. Begins but... with B and ends in ad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna I was using I was aiming for a different one, but that, that is absolutely fine. Yeah. Um get your super chats in, let us know what you thought of the show, and we'll go through mm-hmm. them at the end of this little stream. Hopefully we'll get through these in about 10, 15 minutes. Ideally. So, so we're, go- we'll start- we're not gonna talk about the most controversial bit to start with. We'll get to that in a little bit. We're just gonna talk about some of the major things that happened on the show, yeah. and we'll go through in order. So we're going to start off with the opening match, which was really bloody good. Well, the, the opening match was the highlight of the entire show for me. It was it, it was, was fantastic. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch in a Hell in the Cell, and it was a one. It was Sasha Banks making good on mm-hmm. the kind of just like the the. The disappointment of her Hell in a Cell match with Charlotte, the, the, you know, where things just went wrong and there were so many botches and it all just didn't work. Everything in this match worked perfectly. Yep. It was a spot fest uh, uh, in, inside a cell, but in a way that was presented um, just quite ingeniously, I thought. like I think if they just had this really good rhythm of interesting spots, like great timing, great pacing, Everything they did was quite inventive as well. I thought like the they did this really cool bit where they set up all these kendo sticks in the cage and then put a chair on it and then Sasha Banks ends up sat in it and Becky does a big drop kick off the corner. 
Banks did a meteora into a ladder that she'd left leaning against the, the side of the cage. There was just all these little bits of stuff that they did. Becky getting the, the, the she steals the, the chain off the guy, off the referee who's trying to lock it up. And she's like, no, I'm taking that. Gets in the ring, wrapped around her finger, beats down Banks and then locks herself into the cage. Like, I'm doing it all on my terms. Mm-hmm. There were so many cool moments in this match that just said, these, these, these are two women who have thought about what they would do in this match. And they've not just been thrown into it. They've not just sort of like, they're not afraid of the kind of drama of it. They know exactly what to go in there and do and the story they are trying to tell. The only thing I didn't like about this match was the ending. But that's yeah. only because I can't really see where they'll go. I can't see what they're going to do with Sasha Banks now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like Sasha Banks came back with a wave of momentum from like just being out since they lost the tag titles. And this felt like the right time for Becky to probably lose the Raw title, especially it seems like she's going to be such a big part of SmackDown going forward. So her having the red belt doesn't necessarily make sense. What do you think of the match? I thought it was awesome. Like you said, I think you you pretty much covered the vast majority of it. I don't have too much else to add to it, but it was so inventive. So many really cool, nice spots. Like you said, great timing, had a great pace throughout the match. I never felt like it dragged, even though it was a fairly decently long match. Never felt like it dragged at all. I think it was really, really good. Like you, I just think the wrong person won. Mm -hmm. I think this should have been a crowning moment for Sasha. Second Hell in a Cell match, uh, second women's Hell in a Cell match, and the second one that Sasha's been in. She lost the first one, now she's lost the second one. I feel like it would have been great for her to win this one. I know why they're keeping Becky as the champion, because one, she's on 2K20. She's a big marketing ploy for them right now, especially mm-hmm. with all like, the Fox stuff and all that jazz. So, like, I thought Becky was going to lose so she could go over to SmackDown so Fox could use her more and be like, she's on our show all the time. So, I think the wrong person won. However... It was still an awesome match and a great way to kick off the show. It's still that thing, isn't it, of like, just don't book the match, which I think is the story. The story of the night is don't book the match. Don't if book you the don't match. Wanna, if you don't want to do the finish that's right, don't book the match. Uh, the, but this was really fun. I just, I'm just, I'm actually kind of intrigued more than anything, I think, about the Sasha Banks thing. It's like, as much as I, part of me was just like, I just want Sasha to win, mm-hmm. but I'm probably a Sasha fanboy in that sense. Possibly. But... Like there was, you know, there's this moment at the end of the match where Becky's celebrating in the ring and Sasha's on the ramp, like in tears about having lost this match. And it was mirrored in one of the other matches we're going to we'll talk about mm-hmm. next, which was Charlotte versus Bailey. Like we have a new SmackDown women's champion, a 10 time women's champion in WWE. And I don't think that even includes all the NXT no, it doesn't. No. stuff. So, no. yeah. So this match wasn't as good. No, this one was a lot shorter. Obviously, it doesn't have the Hell in a Cell stipulation mm-hmm. with it as well. Uh, it started off a bit strange because it looked like Charlotte was working heel and then she wasn't because then Bailey came back as a heel with like a thumb to the eye. We're like, okay, so Bailey's the heel mm-hmm. and then Charlotte was still kind of being a bit heelish. Sure, whatever. That's fine. Look past it. Um, they had a decent story for the match uh, where Bailey was trying to work down Charlotte's leg, mm-hmm. trying to make the figure eight less effective and, you know, just generally take out a leg. Um, didn't really play into the finish or, like, any part of the match. Just came when Charlotte came back and hit a figure eight and won. Yeah. And that and that was kind of it. There wasn't, like, a big, you know, crowning moment. It wasn't like, oh, there's this big thing that's happened. It was just like, oh, it's a figure eight. That's just one. All right. <laughs> and now yeah. Charlotte's your champion. It was it wasn't it was a fine match. There wasn't anything overtly wrong with it. No. It was just it was there. They had a match. 
and Charlotte won. Yeah, it's the, it was this kind of thing though. It was where it's like it was Bailey was working heel mm-hmm. and much more than she's ever done before. I feel like in, sure. in this entire run, and I was I was a bit like, oh okay. I, I thought I thought the story they were telling with Bailey was that Bailey was like being a loyal friend to Sasha, not mm-hmm. that she's a bad person. She's actually more like she's misguided. Yeah. And then here it was like, oh no, she's doing all heel stuff. So it's like she maybe she like she is becoming more of a bad person. Maybe yeah, that's Sasha's yeah, yeah. influence. You don't really know. But they, then they're struggling to kind of tell that story. And then, yeah, same thing. Charlotte wins the belt. She gets a big celebration in the ring. Bailey's outside, like, leaning against the boards, mm-hmm. upset. Charlotte literally climbs out above her, walks past her, gloats in her face, walks up the ramp. And then Bailey has this, like, massive tantrum. And then they spent ages showing shots of Bailey, like, half crying. I yeah. was like... What are they doing with these two? I don't know. Th- that shot lasted. It felt like about five minutes. Mm. We were just sitting there, just watching Bailey, just go. <sighs> yeah, and, and like that was it. That are was they, it for ages. Are they putting them back together as like a proper tag team? Are they going? Are know. they going to be taking the belts off of the Kabuki Warriors now? Because that happened as well. That happened too. Are they going back to NXT? Are they? Are they like? What is the role for? Sasha and Bailey now, who were meant to be part of this, you know, as if the women's division wasn't already capped enough in terms of you already had four horsewomen who you were saying were better than everyone else. Yep. And then you had people like Ronda Rousey coming in. So there was like five women in the in the main spectrum of like, these are the really good talents in WWE. And you've now capped it even further by going, yeah, Sasha, Sasha and Bailey, you're nothing like compared to Charlotte and Becky who are the zenith of women's mm-hmm. competition in WWE and no one else can touch them because Becky's gone out and made a name for herself so she's our stone cold and Charlotte is a flair so she is mm-hmm. a flair. Yeah. It, it just it just feels a bit like stifling that division now because Becky's Sasha did feel like the first like logical challenger to Becky as mm-hmm. well. Our, you know, we we came out of WrestleMania and we had like Lacey Evans, like Ronda Rousey disappeared off the face of the earth, and suddenly it was like there's nobody for Becky to have matches against who's any good. Sasha returns, you're like, oh, okay, this is actually like a legit, like a competitor. Maybe Sasha should be the one to take the belt off Becky. Mm-hmm. Didn't do that. No. Nope. Suddenly Charlotte smacked down women's champion again because again. every time they run out of ideas, they just put the belt on Charlotte. Yep. It's like I'm fine with all of that, all of those uh, outcomes. Just. How do we get there? What's the story you're trying to tell? Because it doesn't feel like any of the stories were going in that direction. Yeah, exactly. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Speaking of stories going in a certain direction and the outcome being completely different. We get to the main event. Right. This was Seth Rollins, Universal Championship, versus Bray Wyatt, The Fiend. Second match since coming back as The Fiend. Mm -hmm. First one against Finn Balor at SummerSlam. They kind of dominate pretty quick. This has been leading to The Fiend winning the Universal Championship. The Fiend has been the most popular thing in WWE for quite some time. Everyone is behind The Fiend. Everyone needs to see The Fiend win. If he doesn't win this match... That's a big mistake. And guess what? He won the match by bloody disqualification. In a Hell in a Cell. In a Hell in a Cell match. For the second year on the trot. Second year in a bloody row. They've done it. I could not believe they would make that much of a monumental screw up. Mm -hmm. It could have been worse. Seth could have just won. Yeah. That would have been worse. However... If you want to keep The Fiend strong, but you don't want him to have the Universal Championship, don't book him in a Universal Championship match! Yeah, I mean, they could have done so much more. <laughs> I, it's, it's one of those things where it's like... There was actually a lot... Like, there was there was a point in this match where there were two paths ahead of them, and they just took the wrong one. Yes. But I think everything before that was actually really good. I think, like... Uh, I liked the lighting setup. I know a lot of people didn't like the red lighting, but I thought it added to the drama. Like I, I said on the on the live reactions, it's like having the fiend in broad daylight in 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 like perfectly lit ring is like seeing Batman in the day. It looks stupid, mm-hmm. and it like it only really works in sort of dramatic lighting. Maybe the red was a bit far. Like maybe you could have done some like spotlights or something so it's like a bit shadowy and there's more space mm-hmm. to move through where you're not perfectly lit the whole time like almost like his when when the siren weird yeah, thing goes weird off and violin it's all sort things. of like moving around something like that if it's not too kind of disconcerting but i thought the match itself was really fun like there was a lot of mm-hmm. things i wanted to see from the fiend which was just being completely dominant no selling the moves which clearly they practiced on that mm-hmm. dark match after yep. all they were like how will the sort of no selling stuff get over goes over really well like i loved it when seth rollins got the kendo stick and started hitting bray wyatt and he just went nah Nah. not today mate even the first one hit a stomp onto bray and he just goes nope and just stood right back up stands right back great stuff and then seth Seth goes deeper and deeper so the story of the match is basically seth goes deeper and deeper into his like well of moves and 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 like kind of inventive violence yeah and he gets he gets more twisted and none of it puts the fiend down. The fiend takes three stomps and he kicks out of one. He takes five stomps 
and a chair shot to the head and he kicks out a one. Yep. He takes a ladder dropped on a chair on his face and he kicks out at two. So Seth puts the ladder down. He goes and gets a lunchbox, a toolbox. A toolbox, yeah. And he starts smacking the ladder with a toolbox. And then he puts the toolbox on top and he goes and gets a sledgehammer. And then the ref's like, no, 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 you can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's a no DQ match. He could do what it's he likes. Hell in a cell, mate. If you don't want him to use a sledgehammer, don't leave it under the ring. Really simple idea. That's a good point. And can confirm, I've helped set up a ring before. You don't use a sledgehammer to build a ring. Mm. So it doesn't need to be there, really. Yeah. But it's fine. Like, I think that's cool. Getting a sledgehammer out is wicked. It's kind of like a, an homage back to Triple yeah. H as well, because we had a pedigree in this match. He gets a sledgehammer. He's mm -hmm. kind of like twisting into like the darker aspects of Seth Rollins have also always been tied to Triple H so it's he's true. sort of twisting into that Seth Rollins for this bit of his yeah. career love all of that I just think he should have hit he should have hit the thing with the toolbox but when he hits the thing with the toolbox in here he get the, the match gets thrown out he get, basically gets DQ ref instantly as soon as he hits him with that stage ref goes nope that's it yep. matches off ding 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 matches over yeah but he should have hit choice. it he should have hit it he should have hit the toolbox with the sledgehammer. Yep. And the fiend should have just stood up. Yeah. The fiend should have just pushed or all just... of the stuff off him and stood up. Yeah. Or like they he hits a sledgehammer on the toolbox. Everyone go and the ref is going crazy. Like, oh my god, I can't believe you did that. The crowd are going crazy. Oh, I can't believe you did that. Seth throws all the things off and he goes for a pin. One, two, and he kicks out. And as he kicks out, locks in the mandible claw immediately and just wins. Straight after yeah. that. The story of the match was so good. The like Seth did in a promo earlier in the night, he had to go through a lot of psychological warfare in this match. And to have Bray Wyatt be the fiend who has to psychologically torment his opponent and he's like, what else are you going to do because you cannot put me away through anything that you normally do? I'm someone completely different and you're going to have to go as deep as I am down this well in order for you to win this yeah. match. That's a great story. That's yeah. such a good story to tell. And they were so close to getting it right. And then they just had to throw out a Hell in a Cell match because of a DQ. I still, I you know, I, I, I don't necessarily even think that was right though. Like to get to that point, mm -hmm. we are too soon in the Fiend's timeline of story to be like, we shouldn't have a shot of the Fiend lying flat on his back in a ring while someone spends ages looking for chairs and ladders and things underneath and like putting mm -hmm. them all on his face and hitting them. It's like. How long is he going to... Like, he's kicked out at one. He could get up. Yeah. Like, most people pop up at one. It's not... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not... It just feels stupid because the the kicking out of people's finishes and kicking out of, like, uh, stuff that normally puts people away, we haven't seen that from The Fiend. Like, Finn Balor mm -hmm. didn't hit the coup de grace. Nope. Like, so The Fiend handily beat Finn Balor. He should have then had a couple of other feuds or like been involved well, in matches. Mini feuds. Mini feuds least. or at least just like targeted people at pay-per-views or these big Raw show, like the Raw premiere or SmackDown or whatever you want it, whenever you want to deploy him, do that. Somewhere in there, somebody gets a bit of offense and hits their finisher and the Fiend kicks out one. Then we know that that is a thing he does. Yeah. And then you take that further and further and people build more into it, into it, into it, into it. And then when Seth Rollins has to go like, and a ladder and a chair and a thing, you know, what else have I got under this ring? Like, and he puts more and more stuff on him. You're kind of like baked into the idea that like, yeah, the fiend's really strong. He kicks out of stuff. Whereas this just felt like we told that whole story that you could have done in a week. You know, you could have done in like multiple months in like one match. You just went, we are 
we've done the he kicks out of finishes. That's a really cool moment. The next cool moment is he kicks out of more than a finisher, getting hit in the head with a chair. He kicks out of getting hit with a chair with a ladder and and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And it, we we've just done all of this in one singular match. That also at, at some point in the match just has the fiend lying flat on his back in the ring. It's like he's not even been hurt before. Mm-hmm. Nobody's even grazed the man. Yeah. So why are we suddenly going like, yeah, Seth Rollins can literally take him to his limit? Yeah. And I mean, another thing that I'm slightly concerned about as well is from here, Bray Wyatt can only get worse because we've gone to the absolute maximum of what he can take. He can take stumps and stumps and stumps and stumps and however many stumps he hit, like 12 at this point, mm-hmm. and chair shots and ladder shots and chair shots to the head and toolboxes and everything he can take. You can't do that in every Bray Wyatt match going forward and you can't have him taking more than that in every Bray Wyatt match going yep. forward. So from here, he has to take like a finisher or like three finishers or something like that. Yep. And it... For a crowd, that's going to get really boring and really repetitive really, really fast. And they will never buy in to a finisher ending the match with Bray Wyatt because they know he's going to kick out of about seven before you even get to a point where it might be considered a finish. Oh, that's a that's a really good point, and I think that I think the other thing is like this this ending and the the whole bit of Seth Rollins' offense bombed with the crowd. Yeah, in New York, like it bombed. It, It. tanked completely people were people were up in arms about this like seeing the fiend get beaten down this was like um it's not quite the same but say when alistair black was having his nxt run Mm -hmm. and he was mangling people yeah he was coming to the ring and he was like doing his uh kiprana moonsault thing Mm -hmm. onto them and then he was just hitting the black mass yep if he had a match that lasted more than two minutes, people were like, oh, boring. Like, people just, people, uh, there is just a bit of you that does, like, this why Goldberg work. People just want to see a monster person come down to the ring and rip somebody apart. And it doesn't matter who they are. So why would we waste that with The Fiend? I know. And he's a perfect person to do it with. Yeah, just so we can have, just, be, just because Hell in a Cell is a slightly spooky pay-per-view. So, like, well, we need a spooky main event guy rather than it to be, like, you know, just a, a blood feud or something yeah. like you could have told so many more stories with this match that would have made it make a bit more sense. Like Rollins trying to survive the fiend being like you could have had it put over on the commentary. It's like the fiend could have won this match 20 minutes ago mm-hmm. and he's just playing with Rollins now. Exactly. Yeah. You could. There's so many different things you could have done that would have made people, you know, because they tried to put over that idea as well. It's like, does he even want the universal title? Yeah. Probably not. That. I don't know. And this I. I don't know. It's I, I think we're going to have to wrap it up. A set like and a massive low light. It was like there was a, there was a lot to light. like in this match. Yes. Uh, in moments, and the but the finish just it wasted. It. it just wasted potential. Yeah. It, it, it just killed every all the other work they'd done in the match. Uh, all the go- other work they'd done since Bray returned. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to have to stop talking about that. We're going to go through the super chats really quickly, and there's a lot of them because people have some opinions. So we're going to oh, rinse yeah. through them real quick. Uh, if you want to know more about people's opinions about this show and stuff, uh, Laurie and I are going to have a 10 minute edited review coming up, uh, I guess, today, technically, tomorrow for most people. It's 4 a.m. Um, and then we're going to have Ollie and Luke coming in to do a full Wrestle Talk Live review. Uh, review show that they normally do on this very set uh, tomorrow as well. So there's going to be a lot of opinions about it. So, Super Chats. Liam Hamm comes in to say, I'm not surprised. Just given the title, we say, but nope. Darn you, WWE. Another DQ in a cell match. No thanks. 
100% agree. Stick uh, to your own rules. Yeah. Uh, Robert Freelich said, is this the straw that broke the camel's back? For lots of viewers, what a horrible finish. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I've seen plenty of people saying... Uh, I'm not going to watch WWE again after this or cancel mm -hmm. my subscription. Uh, fully obviously, enough. That, that's the thing that gets thrown out a lot. Yeah. And obviously, the wound is very fresh right now because the show has just finished. So we'll have to see whether that actually, you know, takes effect. But Matt Jackson's tweet there. that said uh, AEW Dynamite will be returning this Thursday that happened about 50 seconds after that match got thrown out. Mm -hmm. It's doing very well on Twitter. So yeah. check that out. Uh, AEW chants in the crowd during that. One yeah. thing we didn't mention about the match as well, after it went off, they came up with a stretcher to try and take out Bray Wyatt on a stretcher. Uh, Seth came back to talk to Bray, and then Bray woke up, did a mandible claw, and then they had a blood capsule, mm -hmm. which was a really horrible sight to see uh, Seth coughing up blood and just blood pouring out of his mouth while the mandible claw was in. It's a bit much. All cool moments. Don't, don't know if I needed just... to see that, but sure, if you want to do that, that's cool. It's a shocking moment. You are a that, crazy cat, that's fine. It's, it's not even that. It's just it's <laughs> something that's a bit too, like, I don't know. Real, if that makes sense. Oh, it's like uh, too real for you, is it, know. Chopper? Oh, shut up. Just read this. You know what chat. I mean. Um, what do we got? Omar Roldan. Oh, uh, thanks for updating. Omar Roldan said, "I was there. Did Vince work us or what? Probably. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, maybe." Uh, Maloy the Bear underscore twelve said, "So, wrestle talk. What next for the Fiend? Yeah, that might, I think that's. I don't that's, even know. That's way too a uh, positive title. Just like oh." What next for the fiend? No, yeah. this is going to be like fan fury. What the f over... did they do yeah, to the? Yeah, what fiend? did they do to the fiend? Yeah, Robert Banker says going to AEW in Boston this week. Revolution. <laughs> nice. Have fun with that. Um, hopefully, it's better than Hell in a Cell. Adrian Wells says this was an air show. WWE got to do better. SMH. I would say it's even worse than an air show. That was a bad show. I'd mm. say bar one match being very very good. One match was. Rest right. of it was a lot of filler and then a few bad choices along the way. Uh, Lincoln, Jack Domi said, when I expected Hell in a Cell to save my day after United lost to Newcastle 1-0, I was bloody wrong then, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, mate. Starshed said, I'm confident that Bray will come back from this. I'm not. They Bray Wyatted him. They Bray Wyatted Bray Wyatt They Bray Wyatted Bray Wyatt when it looked like they'd salvaged him. Mm. They Bray Wyatted him again. EA says, anyone else thinking of cancelling the network? I mean, no, because it's our job, but... You know, fortunately, we don't pay for it. So. Yeah, uh, Stephen Corten said it wasn't a bad show. Debatable. Uh, I enjoyed both cell matches until the end. What's dumb is they should have known better than that main event. I agree, hundred percent. There was a lot of good in this show. It was. It was just all packaged up wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jack Benner said, "Now what for the fiend?" I, d I don't know. Uh, Brandon Anderson said, "Fiend WWE better rebound from this mistake." Hashtag Justice for the fiend. He just needs to go on a crazy yeah. killing spree now, doesn't he? I mean, it? If, they're, if they're trying to save it for Survivor Series, if they're not doing Raw versus SmackDown at Survivor Series, if they're trying to save a big Fiend win for Survivor Series because it's a big show, I can sort of see that logic. Just don't book this match at Hell in a Cell. Uh, Bayshaw415 said, Y'all ready for Rollins versus Lesnar rematch at Survivor Series? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. It totally is. They're the champs. If they're doing Raw v SmackDown, God almighty. Bobby AJ. Champion. Yeah. Bobby AJ said, Victor Martinez, keep watching WWE BS then. I guess he's calling out someone in the chat. Whatever. Seth Amphetamine says, uh, finish was horrendous. Why even have the cage? Rip Fiend and Rollins somehow managed to bury both. The crowd even booed the Fiend. So bad. Exactly. It was that bad that the crowd were booing the Fiend. You can't do that. Neon Palette said, how the heck are you going to end Hell in a Cell two years in a row with a bull finish? I know. It's awful. You think they would have adjusted the rules in the exactly. interim? Exactly. 
Yeah. It's Spoken said, Kathy Kelly said the ref can call the match off if a superstar can't compete. Okay, cool. The Fiend is not a superstar. He is damn near superhuman. And also, he got up. He got up. The crowd re uh, were chanting restart match because clearly it got thrown out for nothing because the Fiend's fine. Restart the yeah, match. You didn't but they properly, didn't. Mate. Exactly. Peter Mullins said, it's okay. They can redeem it at their next event. Where is it? Saudi Arabia? Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks for the stream. Lovely time with the tired boys. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Comer says, results, please. Nope, you can check the editing review for that one. Uh, Jesse Venable said, honestly, it makes sense. Vince is not far at all from starting XFL. He knows how to put out a good product and knows how to turn away viewers. I just don't think he wants WWE to do better when he leaves. Mm. Maybe conspiracy theory tinfoil hats right there. Jeff Cole, uh, hope you can hear those AEW chants, Vince. Yeah, me too. Uh, Red tweet that. I heard you. Yeah, Red Heavy oh, said... Cross. I don't 100% agree with the DQ, but it kept Bray as a credible threat. While Seth got to keep the title, Bray will eventually go over. Just be patient. I disagree. I no, I agree with the logic of that. Like, yeah, and that's the logic. In, I, that's the logic they were clearly working on. I just don't yeah. think you should have booked the match. Exactly. Before. If you wanted Seth to keep the title, don't book just him in the match. Just do. Just be up with someone else. Yeah. Eric Enigma said, after years of being a fan, I think I'm about done with this company and wrestling altogether. It's just too frustrating seeing bull s like that end. Sorry to hear that. Bobby AJ said, Lesnar versus Kane is going to be in Saudi Arabia. That wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Great. Uh, Sterling Van said, why? Just why? You messed up the Fiend of all people. You could have had the Fiend feud with someone else if you weren't ready to put the title on him. Hashtag sad time with the boys. Hashtag bad first live watch. I'm sorry, that's your first live watch along with seeing yeah, us be uh, really uh, salty. Yeah. Yeah. More and more depressed as yeah. time went on. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nathan Kishkul said, what a terrible week for WWE main roster television. Uh, the Rusev segment on Monday, Kofi on Friday, and now the ending of this show have me done with WWE. But NXT was a five-star show. NXT was fantastic. Uh, Christopher Kitchen said, obvious that Bray is moving to SmackDown with them reintroducing the puppets Friday night. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe that's why they didn't want him to ha win the Universal title, in which case, don't book the match. Maybe he'll win it off Cain Velasquez. Oh, maybe. Lee Spicer says, I can describe the disappointment I'm feeling. Oh, I guess it's I can't describe the disappointment I'm feeling. How the hell can they book a DQ in a Hell in a Cell match? Stupid, stupid, stupid. Agreed. Jack Benner uh, says, Ollie and Luke will love the last match. Sarcasm. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Toolbox. Oh, I see you. You got used in the main event. Uh, here's the ten dollars I saved by cancelling the WWE Network. <laughs> Thank you very cheers, much. Cheers, buddy. Uh, Quo the the Raven. Oh yeah, Quo the the Raven. <laughs> he had easiest payday in Bray's career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. He just laid there for Edgar half a match. Quo. Yeah. Uh, State Drum said, "I wonder if we can get numbers on how many people cancel their network accounts. I'm sure that number will probably be available at some mm -hmm. point." Uh, Justin Todd said, "Well, that's one way to get AEW chance at a WWE show as loud as they are in an actual AEW show." Yeah, that's true. Uh, Quo, the, the Raven is back again. Very generous with the Super Chats tonight. Um, where did I get to? Oh, no, it just refreshed. Uh, Foley was thinking, where was that ref during my match with Taker? <laughs> it's yeah. true. Uh, Nick uh, Sveljo. Sorry for butchering that name. Hate to say this because I'm not a Cody fan, but I swear WWE is trying to push me towards AEW. They did Bray Dirty. They did. Mm -hmm. uh, Daki Smurf said, Triple H hit Batista with a sledgehammer in Hell in a Cell. Wasn't DQ'd. Yeah. Yep. But he didn't hit a toolbox resting on a ladder, resting on a chair on a man's face. And as which... we know, that all stacks into extra damage. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's actually a combo. Yeah, exactly. 
Combo. Uh, David Starr's favorite wrestler says, only way to pull off that finish would be for Mankind to come out of the ring and put the Mandible Claw on the Fiend while Rollins gets the pin if Mankind versus Fiend was possible. And then Kane debuts. Exactly, yeah. Uh, the long super chatter name that we spoke about on uh, Friday's live reaction stream. Usually for Swaft, destroying improves things. Seth was destroyed, yet nothing was improved. Switching teams as promised. <laughs> Sorry to hear it, buddy. Uh, Jägen Kaiser said, My grandma is an extremely casual fan. Even she is emotionally distraught. Mm. Yeah, that's that sucks to hear. Um, Stephen Corton, how can I email something that won't fit here? Pete at WrestleTalk.com. Email me there. Dio Mendoza, I'm so angry, I need a little bit of the bubbly. Confirmed. Yeah, I love the bubbly. Uh, Hosu Rivera, hey there, are videos online... Oh, there are videos online of people tossing stuff from the crowd. Whoa. That angry. It's it's almost reaching riot status at this bloody arena. Oh, Lord. It's insane. Uh, Nicholas Crump said, I wonder if WWE even knows how their own matches work anymore. Hashtag curse of the cell. And finally, Fox Gwian ND said, I just cancelled my subscription for the first time after being a loyal subscriber since it premiered some years ago. This ah. has definitely been a big deal for a lot, a lot of people. And uh, sucks to hear, but uh, hey, what can you do? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 